Hello, everybody. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to drop a disclaimer. This episode was recorded about two weeks ago, around the time that SAG-AFTRA went on strike. Both Malik and myself stand in solidarity with the Screenwriters Guild and SAG-AFTRA. However, we wanted to let you know that there is discussion of struck companies. The reason for this is that the guidelines were not out yet, and we simply didn't know. We ask that you please understand that this is a delayed recording that we could not get out because we were busy in our lives. We know not to talk about these companies until a deal is made and the workers get what they are due. We want to release the episode as we originally recorded it, and we hope you enjoy it. Thank you, and have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, those in between and beyond, I could not deal with the loss of Malik, so I worked really hard these past couple weeks, and I successfully cloned him. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to your new podcast host, Malik. Hi! Tyler made me white because he said it was an upgrade. No, you no, no, no. So where the fuck did that come Hi. from? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, what can I, like, how would, like, at first I thought, like, oh, like, we could say that Tyler, like, fucked up and be like, why am I white? Or, like, I thought, no, it'd be, like, funnier to go all in where it's like, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> he said it was an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, honestly, I thought that was a really good bit. Um, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. So my immediate reaction, it was like, it seems genuine, but I was just going with the bit because I knew you were doing a bit. So yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, welcome ladies and gentlemen, those in between and beyond to the all white podcast, <laughs> it's a podcast <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> it's the way I intended, apparently. It's God's <laughs> fucking it's God. It's God's will. God, this is so bad. I gonna start off by saying, um, uh, I want. I got a big old fat suck my dick. Fuck you to every all those Hollywood executive bullshit people who can't just pay writers their fucking due because now we can't get that cool shit because they can't pay the fucking writers. So oh all the Hollywood no, executives, it's, it's fucking all criminal, those man. people. Fuck you, because now I can't get the shit I want to watch, and now writers aren't getting paid because you just can't fucking pay people. So we here at Hot's a podcast would like to send a strong, firmly suck our assholes <laughs> for not paying. <laughs> yeah, writers. seriously, a very firm suck our assholes for not paying writers what they're due. And I hope, and I hope an orca shits on your yacht. <laughs> the thing is, is that this is going to be we're we're now in a very interesting time where the the way movies are going to be is going to be changed for a little while and for good reason too like you know obviously these writers aren't getting paid um the screen actors guild is also on strike now so clearly they're not getting yeah, the, paid their dues. the first the first time in 60 years that the actors and writers are on strike together i know it's crazy man mm-hmm. fucking though like i said the way movies are going to be for the next little while is going to be it's going to be crazy, but like, you know, this is a, I honestly, I can see this as kind of a good opportunity too, because not only do I want these people to get paid the amount that they are, that they're due, I, this gives me a chance to go back and appreciate older movies that have already been, yeah, you know, no, that are already out and I, I can just go back and rewatch them and enjoy them. 
I love people who are like complaining about like, oh, like they, they need to, why are they going strike with all this content when I watch? They're it's like, hey, like, go fucking watch the shit you haven't watched yet. It's yeah, like, seriously. Yeah, no. Go, go explore like, a fucking movie. Pick up something from a $5 bin. See if it's, and like, see if it catches your interest. Give it a watch. Sometimes it's something good. Mm. You know? That, rem that reminds me, I was like rewatching The Office, and there's one bit that like it just gets me so hard. It's when like Pam is like trying to get everyone to say she's the office administrator, and like Michael was in like therapy with Toby. And yeah. like it's when like Pam tries to convince Michael to like sign the thing, doesn't even ask, just looks at her, signs it angrily, and just turns the window. <laughs> there was something that was just so funny about that scene to me. <laughs> Cause like it's just a, it's just a super like alpha move from Michael that like it's just so weird. I'm like damn. Like, well, not only that, pissed. it's the fact that like she was, you know, Pam had this whole big thing planned out to make Michael happy and get him to sign it because she knows Michael more than like better than anybody in that office. So it's yeah. like you know she devised this whole plan in her head of how she's gonna get Michael to sign it, and he just fucking just straight up signed it because he was. Pissed. He's so angry. He's like looking out the window. Just, Hey Michael, I think just signs it and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so funny to me. I don't know why, but that just always just got me. <laughs> oh my god, what else has been new with you? Sorry, I was taking a drink of water. A lot, a lot, a lot new has been going on. Um, we're currently. I'm coming off of um. Actually, just today. I mean, I got fucking... I got Legacy Armada Prime. And let me tell you, the wave of emotions that went through me when I transformed this figure. Like, oh I God. actually shed tears of joy did while you, transforming this thing. Did, did you, Did you like, fucking, like... Did, did you record it? Like, is that a TikTok? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't because I just got so excited that I didn't want to do a first thoughts video or anything like that. I just wanted to get into it. But, like... Mm. I'm glad I did because like it would have been cool to have that moment captured on TikTok, but like just I, I can't it, it's hard to so the best way I can describe it is you know I open up this box and I see this figure and I'm just looking at my childhood in my hands and I just I like I said I was just I just had a big old smile on my face I'm transforming it you know I had a couple tears come down and I just like I it tonight I became I, or tonight I was nine years old again that's the Aww. best way I can describe it like that's so cute the that's wave amazing. of emotions and shit I I've had figures almost like I've had figures that I've almost shed a tear to but today like that figure is perfection to me and I don't think anything will be able to top it yeah, from here on I, out. Yeah, I it's funny. Um, Rise the my my uh, my grandmother has voodoo, and she lets and she gives me her voodoo login, and um, she like because my grandmother likes to likes to buy movies, and she'll just like share with all the grandkids and shit like that. Yeah, and she actually bought Rise of the Beast, and my grandmother called me today to tell me how good Rise of the Beast was, <laughs> <laughs> how much she really liked Rise of the Beast. And I'm just like, damn, is it really that good that my grandmother has to call me and tell me how great? <laughs> Rise of the Beast of a movie. How grave a movie Rise of the Beast is. I I really enjoyed Rise of the Beast. I didn't really get too many points across because I just let Nick go off um, mm -hmm. on the movie because me and him had two different opinions on that. So the last episode is a lot of me and Nick talking about the movie um, in full detail, like spoilers and all. But like, you know, I got a good couple points in, but like, you know, I mainly just let Nick 
say his say his thing because obviously this is my podcast so like you know i have plenty of time to talk about the movie on this so yeah but um yeah i thought it was i thought it ended up turning it turned out to be a really good episode i mean like we kept derailing like entirely because me and nick we just go off once you get me and nick jones talking we just don't stop <laughs> it's funny you bring up nick too like a sexy a sexy schnitzel cosplay showed up in my feed and i'm like i hate this I don't what? want this in my life. It was a sexy schnitzel cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, I hate this. I hate everything about this, and I don't want this in my life. Rada, rada. <laughs> I got to say, um, to, change, to change subjects a little bit, another thing that I've been doing is I've been listening to a lot of the older episodes of the podcast. I have, um, fr- I have friends who've been... I have friends who've been listening to like older episodes as well, and I'm like, why, why? <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> why are you listening to us again? I've been waiting to, I've been waiting to talk about this for a couple weeks now because we took like almost another month break, and then um, I made the episode with Nick, and then you know we took another week break after that, but like, th- I've been waiting so long to talk about this. Our older episodes of the podcast are something something great i gotta say like i i've I've been enjoying listening to him it is amazing how much things have changed over the past couple years that we've been doing this podcast like not so much from you because you tend to hang on to a lot of the same opinions and feelings on things um Mm -hmm. my opinions have changed drastically like the first couple episodes, I was just shit talking the Bayverse movies like entirely, and now I now I love them. You know, I can tell you all the things that I love about them and stuff like that. And then just like there was there was other things too. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember them right now. Um, oh my god, the fucking the fucking Nazi coffee bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. You know what? You know what's one that I actually had to go back and re-listen to a couple times. Just the intro to it was uh, late night sessions with Malik and Tyler. <laughs> no, when I, I made don't... my voice lower, and you're just like Tyler. You're white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, episode I listen to a lot because uh, back recently because I just enjoy it so much is actually disaster cut or like as we call it the never forget just for like the sole bit of like where were we all on 9-11 <laughs> like that just like gets me so I bad. can't tell you how many times I th- I've since that episode that I've thought about Luke just like uh, like Luke being a young child seeing <laughs> seeing 9-11 go on and just the way he says that looks bad <laughs> <laughs> It's giving the Logan Paul someone hanging over there. Exactly. <laughs> I hate to say it because I yeah. love you, but god damn it is just like that. Oh my god. I was like, what else is going on? Oh my god. I watched like, t- it's been a while since like, I watched um, I, wa- I-, I need a little break from the fandom content, so I sat and I watched um, uh, two comedy specials. Um, I watched uh, John Mulaney's like Baby J, which is yeah. fucking incredible. Again, and then there was um, I watched Burt Kreischer's um, uh, I forgot. I think it's called Hey Big Boy, but you would really like Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer is very much your kind of comedian. I feel like his humor it like very much resonate with you. Like I haven't watched so... stand up in a good oh, while. I've really dude. gotten into like sketch comedy more than anything. 
Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, John Mulaney's really got me. It's funny because I, I have a friend who like does not like John Mulaney like at all. Didn't like John Mulaney at all. But then like after the rehab and like the divorce <laughs> and you know having a child after saying he never wanted to have children, they actually like him now. <laughs> and his stand up through some shit. Yeah, his stand-up was also very funny. When he talks about his rehab, he's all like, I don't want to brag, but, like, I had a star-studded intervention. It was, like, a bell of the... I was, it was a pretty good group for an intervention. Because <laughs> he had, like, fucking Fred Armesian and Seth Meyers and shit there at his <laughs> intervention. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it was so good. That is great. I, uh, and, and a little juxtaposition. I've also been watching um uh, on HBO. Or I'm sorry, the Max. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been, called Max now. I, we I were gone for so long that we went from HBO Max to Max. <laughs> Let's think about yeah. that. Yeah, but um, I was um I was watching um uh, the Jared Fogel like documentary that just like tells the story about like Jared from Subway and like how that all went about. Yeah. Holy shit. That is something. Viewer discretion beware cuz that is some disturbing shit, man. That was one thing that uh that really got me on listening to the older older episodes of the podcast is uh we we had a we had times where we talked about like some of the documentaries we watched and it really made me want to go back and re-listen mm. or rewatch some documentaries or like yeah. just watch new documentaries in general. Um mm. a big thing from listening to the old podcast was that I got kicked back into my Godzilla phase again um, oh, yeah. oh, because oh, we were no, talking about me. Godzilla versus Kong and then I was like I should rewatch that movie and then I thought about it and I was like you know what I never picked back up on my Toho watch through and so I've been doing that um it's go it, it, it's going let me tell you <laughs> and now it's gonna and now it's gonna be godzilla x kong which mean godzilla and kong are gonna fuck well here's here's the beautiful thing is that we're also getting another toho movie too they mm. just announced it's called sure. godzilla minus one and i am so fucking hyped for this movie because if this movie does well japan is going to be doing their own monster verse sure. along with the legendary monster verse well, which is the- just like there's so much Godzilla content. I'm eating a fucking buffet here. <laughs> there was a Kong Skull Island um, uh, Netflix series because we're getting that. The Kong Skull Island series is going to be in the Legendary Monsterverse and we're getting the uh, Apple TV Monto- like Monsterverse like yep. series as well. That, uh, that Skull Island uh, animated show is on Netflix right now, actually. I did not watch it yet, but I've, I need to go. I Netflix. still have only seen the first three episodes. I got to get back into it, but I've just been so infatuated with the Toho movies lately. Every, one, every once in a while, I'll like get that charge on my card. I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking have Netflix. And then <laughs> I have to like go and watch Netflix. Because and I'm like, yeah, really I should probably use Netflix this. to offer right now. I mean, like there's there- plenty to offer. Don't get me wrong. It's just nothing that really strikes my interest. I'm just waiting for the Bioshock movie. I'm waiting for the Gears of War movie. I'm waiting for the Gears of War fucking animated series as well. Well, it's going to take some time. I wow, know. The writer's strike. Fucking executive bullshit people who won't fucking pay people. Fuck you. Fucking, um, dude. So I wanted to take a moment to talk about this because last weekend I watched Evero Horror of the Deep. And, uh, my God. That it's 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 a movie. 
Um, wait, what's wait, what's it called? Ebera, Horror of the Deep. It is the fifth installment of the Godzilla franchise and Oh, woof. okay. Um, is, it, is it not good? It is not good. <laughs> like, I can find entertainment in a lot of these old Toho films because you kind of have to because they're cheesy and campy and whatnot. But, like, mm-hmm. this one I found enjoyment in it. Like, it's a fun little thing to watch. But let me let me, let me just tell you this. So let, let's, just, let's just delve right into this because I've been meaning to tell Adam and Clancy about this, too. So I know they're going to want to listen to the podcast and hear about this. But um, the plot of this movie is it starts off with a woman uh, talking to a psychic and the psychic is saying that she can't sense her her brother in the afterlife. So she thinks that her brother's still alive, right? And this guy comes up to her and he's like, well, there's no way that your brother's alive because he was lost at sea. And I'm like, okay, so clearly this brother's dead. But the, the woman's just like, no, I know my brother's alive. Then it cuts to a police station of her younger brother uh, talking to the police saying like you need to you need to keep searching for my brother you know he's still out there and he's then the police are saying like no we can't do it you know it's it's been weeks and we we don't have the resources to be able to do it it's out of our jurisdiction so after that it cuts to a news reporting room of this news reporter saying like I give up on this guy talking about the brother um the not dead brother and he, he like the other reporter that he's talking to is like, well, you're the one that wanted the big story. So you're going to have to hear this kid out. So the guy is the, the brother is sitting in the waiting room and he looks up and sees a poster for a dance marathon. Right. And the winner of the dance marathon is uh, you get a yacht. Uh, so th- then it cuts to a news report of this dance marathon saying like, Oh, it's been going on for three days. It's a test of endurance and strength. And you know, all this is like, I, I still can't believe that a dance marathon's going on for three days, but like, so the brother goes to the dance marathon and he meets these two people who just got eliminated from the dance marathon. And they're like, they're talking about like, Oh man, I can't believe we, I can't believe we lasted this long. It's like, I can't believe my endurance is so weak. He's like, Hey, you want to drive up to the coast? So the brother talks to these guys and is like, is, am I still able to get into this contest? It's like, no, it's been going on for three days. There's no way. He's like, but I need to get that yacht. So the, they, they take the brother up to the coast with them and they sneak onto an American, like an American yacht. Essentially, it's owned by an American rich guy. They don't say the name, but <laughs> is, it is it Trump? Or like, they just like... say American rich guy, pretty much. Uh, American rich guy. And so they go into this yacht and some guy is hiding in the closet with a gun and he comes out and he's like, you're trespassing on private property. And they were like, we just wanted to see the yacht, you know, like we didn't think it was that big of a deal. And he's just like, all right, well, you guys can stay the night. But that's it. You guys are leaving after this, right? So the next morning, they all wake up, and there's a there's something playing on the radio, and it's talking about a guy who robbed a bank for a million yen, and how this yacht has also gotten hijacked. So they go outside, and they find out that the brother sailed the yacht while they were sleeping. And they also have suspicions that the guy that they were with is the thief of of the bank so it was it was also not his yacht <laughs> and uh yeah they 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 start off at sea and uh yeah, so let me let me ask you a question is that a lot like is that a lot going on yeah yeah <laughs> that is the first 15 minutes of the movie <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just like, wait, so like, this is a monster movie? Yeah, that is the first 15 minutes of this hour and a half movie. <laughs> All jam-packed into 15 minutes. So much happened, man. I'm not going to continue to go into the plot from there because obviously monsters show up and there's a whole big thing. But like, it it's just like... I had so many questions going into this movie, and none of them got answered until three quarters into the movie. <laughs> like, the movie was almost over, and that's when they answered my questions. And I'm like, okay, well, now I can enjoy the rest of this movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, um, uh, we, need to, we need to plan to go see Barbie. Yes, we do. I also yeah. want to go see Oppenheimer. I really? I don't know if I want to see Oppenheimer. I do because it's a history piece and I want. Uh, I, I love history. <laughs> existential crisis. That movie gives me an existential crisis. But Barbie is definitely like on my fucking like I gotta see Barbie. That looks so... Ryan Gosling is fucking as Ken. Like holy shit. It looks I so haven't seen good. much about that movie. Like I, I know there's trailers out there but I haven't really like looked at the trailers. It's or anything so like, like that. Barbie's going to the real world. Will Ferrell is the CEO of Hasbro and he's trying to hunt her down and shit. <laughs> and like, what? It's, it, I, I, dude, it looks so insane. Like, Ken looks amazing. Like, there's a Will bit Ferrell where, like, is the CEO of Hasbro. So I have him to thank for the emotions that I went through tonight. It's either Hasbro or Mattel. Whichever company, I think it's Mattel. Whichever company owns Barbie. I think it's Mattel. Mattel got he's the CEO of Mattel and he's like we can't allow a Barbie to stay in the real world so they're trying to get Barbie <laughs> and like it just looks so crazy man and that's Ken's just one of those movies that you can just like you, you, you don't expect much of it you know you're just gonna go in there you're gonna have a good time and you're just gonna sit back and enjoy it you know <laughs> oh no I'm expecting a lot of Barbie man because like from what I've seen like Greta Gerwig's a great director like I the, the cast is fucking stacked well, John Cena is playing one of the Ken um, uh, there's a, just the scene <laughs> where Ryan Gosling Ken and Seema Liu Ken is going, I'm gonna beat you off. Oh yeah, I'm gonna beat you off. Yeah, I'm gonna beat you off. We're gonna do a beach off? Beach off? <laughs> it's just that kind of shit, dude. There's another great line where like Ken is like, hey, Barbie, I think we should, I should like come over to your house tonight. You know? And Barbie's like, to what? You know? Because we're... I don't actually know, but we're boyfriend and girlfriend, so I come over to your house tonight. <laughs> it's like that kind of shit, and it looks so fucking funny. Exactly. Like, it, like I said, it's just one of those movies that you're like, obviously, like you're expecting it to be good, but like, mm -hmm. you, it's not something that you're like. Uh, let's just take for example a Marvel movie. I talked about this last podcast, but like, you're you're not gonna go into it and be like, oh man, I, I'm kind of expecting this to happen or this to happen. You know, you're going in there, you're gonna, you know, you're just gonna laugh and have a good time. Yeah, I can't wait for I can't wait to go see Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan like actually uses like nuclear shit or something. Nah, but like Oppen <laughs> the entire film reel is nuclear. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, we start like getting the fallout warning sign. Like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> this has been a like, test the entire time. Whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> I did. So I, I speaking of history, I did go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Holy shit, that was a really fun time. I really like Dial of Destiny. It's my third favorite Indiana Jones. So, ah, what's your first? Yeah, and second? it's uh, uh, my first, my favorite Indiana Jones movie is The Last Crusade. Um, my second is Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then my third is Dial of Destiny. Then it goes Temple of Doom, the King of the Crystal Skull. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I think I thought this one was better than Temple of Doom and Crystal Skull. And like, you know, it's like up there. It's got. It's much better than Crystal Skull. 
Um, it's just like yeah, I just like really, I really fucking like this one. The vibes are cool. Uh, Harrison Ford actually likes Indiana Jones and like gives <laughs> a shit about Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford has hated Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. Man, oh, yeah. he 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 does not like that franchise at all. And Indiana Jones is like he actually like cares here. So you could and it fucking shows the way he like the he like he gives a hell of performance in this one. Oh, I bet it's definitely like. It's definitely important for an actor to like the role that they're playing. You know? well, it's not important. It's not important. It's just nice. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I, I, don't, I would say it's important. Most if, of the you, times actors you, don't take jobs unless they like the role. If you agree to the role and like you want to do it fine. And like if you don't like like like, for example, like fucking Alec Guinness didn't like playing Obi-Wan in A New Hope. That's true. Why are, yeah. why are, why are your, all your examples just people who were forced into Star Wars? <laughs> 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 there are uh, what Orson Welles hated playing Unicron. He did. He did hate playing yeah. Unicron. <laughs> yeah, Orson Welles was not a fan of being Unicron. Well, I mean to be to be fair, that movie some of the acting in that movie is a little eh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we, think, me and Nick talked about that last episode, but like so if if you want if you want to hear our thoughts on the uh, 86 movie, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> no one cares about Transformers. When I hear that right. time, I think about you. What are you into? Pokemon Transformers, you fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm still thinking about like D&D last session. You weren't able to make it, but like fucking um, what like uh V's character Grom was disguised as you and I want to tell the audience this and like she fucking like we go, all right V you have to do your impression what do you say as Tyrus in disguise as Tyler's character and she just goes in this voice um I'm tired. Where's my dog? This <laughs> 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 is so fucking funny. <laughs> like the way the entire like chat just fucking lost it. Did she get a point of inspiration for oh, that? Oh, yeah, no, she oh, definitely good. got inspiration for that. It's good. Just, I would hope it, so. It was the where's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it shows how little like Grom has actually talked to Tyrus as well. <laughs> and like gotten to know him as a person. I know. <laughs> She's just like, oh, where is the dog? <laughs> I feel like I don't know, like I feel like that's the case with a lot of the with a lot of the party, but like they have all reason to not know Tyrus that well because he's sleeping half the time. Yeah, the only one who kinda knows him the best is Legolar. I know. Because <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we had that moment. <laughs> yeah. Like Legolar is like the, the again, they're the, they're like boyfriends, I guess. Or like, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll kiss in the mouth, maybe they will. You know, who will who will? Maybe we'll see it go. See we'll see we'll see how things go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're playing fucking gross. Saris on Sunday. Yeah, I know. Nobody I confirmed did. for that actually, oh, so I wasn't yeah. sure if it was actually happening. I thought we did. Well, Adam asked again. He was like, "Are we good this week?" And like, I was the only one that answered. Yeah, I'm good for this week. I'll, I'll fucking be there. All but right, uh, cool. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. We're playing Grim Hollow tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, we need. I need more like insight on like the Mitaris culture and shit, and like how like Mitaris is. What just like how they how they are together as a, as a society? Like, what is Mitaris like as a society? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I can't give you that right now because I need to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely let you know before the session on Sunday. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I I actually had a I actually had an idea that I wanted to bring up on the podcast. Um, because I as much as I hate to admit it, um, we we tend to talk about a lot of the same shit. Um, on this podcast, which I really don't have a problem with, but listening to the old episodes, I did find myself going like, didn't we fucking talk about this like two episodes ago? Yeah. Making the exact same points that we were two episodes previous. I do that too. But, you know, I'm not saying it's a problem or anything like that. I'm just like, just trying to diversify a little bit. But one of the topics that I came up with was, uh, who, who is an artist or musician from the past that you feel wouldn't be good if they had just started off today? Uh, mm. <laughs> huh. Cause I thought of one right out, right off the bat and I think it would be Pink Floyd. Why Pink Floyd? Just because I've been listening to a lot of their songs lately. Cause I put my, I, I started put, I've, I've been so bored of my own fucking playlist on Spotify that I've been putting on their smart shuffle which is they they go they come through all your music taste and then they give you songs that they think you would enjoy mixed in with your playlist. So like on occasion I'll get something random thrown in. But a lot of Pink Floyd songs have been popping up because of my style of music. <laughs> and um I was thinking about it and I was just like I really don't think Pink Floyd would be all that successful today just because of like if you think about when they started off in like the 70s and stuff, there were a lot of people like there were like there were a lot of people smoking weed and thinking that they were fighting the establishment by listening to Pink Floyd essentially, mm-hmm. you know? And granted there are a lot of people smoking weed out there today, but I just feel like their music wouldn't have as much of an impact on stoners today as it did back then, you know? And I think that's part of the reason why they're such a huge draw is because it's a lot of people feeling nostalgic for that time. I don't no, like part of me was like I would say who was like, like um, hmm. I don't know who would like not work if they came out today, or, like from on my end. I don't really just think about that. Like just thinking about the way music is today, I honestly feel like if the Beatles had just started off today, they wouldn't have been as big either. And that's yeah. uh, that's hard for me to say because I am a huge fan of the Beatles, but I just well that I begs just... the. But that begs the question though: Who would have filled the gap of like what they of what the Beatles if the Beatles weren't around at that time? Exactly. That that's the thing, and that led me into another thing that I was thinking about while working was: What if the roles were reversed? Like, let's just start off with like let's say the '40s, right? Let's say that the modern age of music right now is '40s music, and it just reverted back from there. So like. The 2010s would have been the 50s. The um, the 2000s would have been the 60s. The 90s would have been the 70s. The 80s, un- ironically, would have been the 80s still. <laughs> but, um, I, I thought about that, and I was like, 
how crazy would that be if we had started off with modern music first and then reverted back to the 40s? <laughs> you imagine back then it's like we're in 2000s and we're in like 2023 20, 20, and the fucking like you're just playing like, um, uh, I don't know, fucking what's a rap song on the uh, uh, yellow tape around his body. What's this old shit? Or you just imagine people in the 40s just finger wagging the fucking like pursuit of happiness by King Cuddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Or like fucking um childish Gambi. <laughs> that would have been great. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about music lately, um, because I've been listening to so fucking much of it. I I, I can't wait to see my year end for Spotify this year because it is gonna be a lot of minutes of music. It's gonna be a lot it's for me, uh, it's gonna be more TV on the radio. TV on the radio fucking dominate my fucking um uh they dominate my fucking Spotify all the time. I'm it at a point cool. where I genuinely don't know who's going to be. Actually, I do know who's going to be my most listened song because it's going to be Ghost with Kaiserion because that has been my Friday song every Friday all year. <laughs> what is probably going to be my most listened song? Um, ever since I made those like playlists for your characters in D&D, I did have those that I've been listening to a lot. I've listened to that one song, Lighthouse, by uh, Halsey quite a bit now. That's been up there. Yeah. Um, fuck, what else is probably going to be up there? Oh, Blood, Blood. Blood, blood by the creep show because like that's been like my like get into the zone song that when i write your prep or when i'm king in character that's like when i'm getting into like the mindset of the character like blood 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 is like the one that i feel like encapsulates like perfectly with the story i'm trying to tell oh uh, that's cool yeah i uh it's amazing amazing too i got like i i made those two playlists for all your characters i got you and fucking remy to cry apparently or tear up at least <laughs> at the songs i put on your playlist mine was because of the fucking song from the office that you uh, put yeah. in <laughs> and i started thinking about the office and i was sad but, uh, <laughs> but now nah, i uh what you call it i <laughs> i started up a new thing uh, at work every Friday. I call it 40s Friday. It's basically every morning when I go into work on Friday, or not every morning, every Friday morning when I go into work, I'll listen to 40s music for a good two hours. So like from 8 to 10, I'll listen to like 40s music. And I was listening to it today and the song from Captain America came on <laughs> and I just immediately got sad. <laughs> Oh, what the song plays when we dance with Peggy? Yeah, I'm trying to remember uh, what that song was it's, called. It's been I, a I long, long time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the song. But yeah, that song came on, and I heard the trumpets, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no!" <laughs> the my favorite like old style song like that that I listen to all the time is um uh, Saint James Infirmary, which is performed by like Cab Calloway and shit. It was used in a fucking like very like creepy like Betty Boop cart I think it was Betty Boop cartoon um, but it's so like cool and shit. I love it so much it goes like I went down to St. James Infirmary like that type you ever heard of that I might have there's like a fuck ton of covers of it out there. You know what? I you know what? I don't think people ever realize. Um, uh, do people know? Do you like? Do you know that like "Tainted Love" by Soft Cell is a cover? Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't know that. I'm like, yeah, no, it's actually like sung by like a black woman originally. Yep. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about like the way music is. It, you know what blows my absolute mind about music? That people are still coming up with brand new songs. There's only so many <laughs> so, there's only so much chords that you can play. <laughs> you know? I'm like, how is that well not run out? 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm just... People are still coming up with new shit. How? It's impossible. It's, it just blows my mind because we've been we've been going on for music since like fucking forever. Like it's, it's forever. Like, there's literally like I don't know. It could date all the way back to like the late 1800s and like earlier than that. And then yeah, there's fuck, just fucking like, ancient Greece and shit. They're in fuck like the fuck exactly. Like we go way way back. We're dating the year like hundreds of years of music, and they're still making new songs. Yeah, it's mind blowing, man. Yeah, um, cause, you know, shits. In the, I'm pretty sure like the ancient Greece, their fucking lutes weren't ready for a fucking guitar. New instruments are fucking made and shit. And, like, now I'm just picturing. Like now I'm just picturing like you know they're sitting there with their lutes and shit, and some guy just comes in with a guitar and is like, "Check it out, man! I call this synth wave." <laughs> what well, this is? What well, this is? Bill and Ted. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, um, do you care about spoilers for Indiana Jones: Isle of Destiny? No. Okay, like spoilers for Indiana Jones Five. Don't watch any. Don't listen. Next couple minutes, if you don't want spoilers. So they legitimately do time travel, and like the Nazis' plan is that like like fucking the big like bad plan, fucking played by um uh, fuck what's his name um fuck he was the the villain in fucking um Doctor Strange and fuck what's his name oh Matt Mickelson yeah Matt yeah. Mickelson he plays like a Nazi who wants to go back in time and kill Hitler and then take Hitler's spot and run the Nazi regime without like any mistakes oh. and like that's his plan <laughs> like he's like I'm gonna go I saw all the mistakes Hitler made I'm gonna go back take him out take his place and be the new Hitler and it's all gonna be better <laughs> and then you know, like what the fuck but like the like the way they did there's like like Archimedes had like this dial that could like find like holes in time that you can go through yeah. and like he's using it to like go he's gonna use it to find the hole to go and find Hitler and then when but like Indiana Jones realizes wait a minute continental drift the continents move and die and coordinates change you're not going back to Hitler you're going back to another time idiot so the plane like <laughs> takes them to like fucking ancient Rome slash Greece and it's just like a Nazi biplane being shot up by like flaming arrows and like triremes and roman warships and shit oh my God. it's the craziest shit man it's so it's some of my favorite shit though like that time that like comp that paradox time of like watching like you know 1940s planes and like ancient greece it's so it's so wild man <laughs> that is crazy yeah it's it was really fucking cool since you uh since you brought up World War Two, uh, World War Two, that made me uh, that made me think about this. Um, so I learned not too long ago that apparently, um, when Japan and Germany decided to work together in World War Two, Japan wasn't supposed to attack Pearl Harbor yet. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't, there was a lot. There was a lot of great fucking memes about that. There was a lot of great memes about that. The, they didn't want to provoke the American army, and um, wait, hold on, no, that wasn't it. They uh, yeah, no, apparently they didn't want to provoke the American army, but then they thought about it and they were just like, why? Or no, I'm trying to remember exactly what the point was. I think it was actually that they were just stupid because <laughs> what had happened was when they when they started to work together they came up with the plan to a, attack Pearl Harbor and their idea was that 
those Americans, man, if we attack Pearl Harbor, that's going to be a huge hit on them. There's no way they're going to be able to build an army big enough to stop both of our armies. It'll take them months, and by that time, we will have conquered everything. And then they attacked, like Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, and America just immediately went, nah. Nah, bet, dude, bet. Like, they were waiting <laughs> on it. They were just like, I can't, I'm thinking about, like, just how gung-ho a lot of the soldiers were in World War II. Like, I can just imagine so many people just sitting there like, man, I wish they would fucking try something. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> it they was, were fooled yeah, it by fucking 40s propaganda, uh, wartime music at the time, and nicotine, and just a hatred that would make the PC culture upset. <laughs> yeah, they could, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a time the '40s were. I wasn't, and I wasn't allowed to go into certain rooms, uh, yeah. of certain places. Um, but yeah, no, like there was a lot of fucking memes about that. Where it's like, all right, like Japan coming back to the axe of me. I just bomb Pearl Harbor. What? You, 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 what? I remember <laughs> that. Is that not that the TikTok where the guy dresses up in that, like, a red, white, and blue suit? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you, what? Like, yeah, I did it. Like, let's, I can't, I like, can't wait. Like, let's see what happens. That and, like, roasting Hitler for invading Russia during winter was also some of my favorite fucking memes ever. Because he's, like, what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> So, the the big thing that, uh, that, like, this is now stemming into a different conversation because I just thought of this. My brain is running a mile a fucking minute today. The ADHD is full on going on here. Mm. But, <laughs> um, I, the one thing that I've been thinking about a lot since yesterday, actually, I started watching Destroy All Monsters yesterday, another Godzilla movie, and, um... Basically, the plot of this is that they contained all the monsters on an island that they call Monsterland, and they have a, they have like it's set in the future, so like they have this technology that can keep them on the island. It like lets out this mist that like controls their instincts and tells them to stay on the island, so they listen to it. But um, <laughs> somebody sabotages the fucking the base and lets all the monsters out, so they all go start attacking like a bunch of different cities around the world, and. I kid you not, because Toho is so is so bad with this movie about telling the passage of time in this movie that this happens in like five seconds. Basically, the head the main headquarters gets an alert that the monsters have been freed from the island, and they're like, "Oh my god, how is this possible? We 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 tried every measure to keep them on the island." And then one guy was just like, "Well, maybe it was sabotage." And then a news report comes up that Rodan attacked Moscow. And now I'm just thinking of Rodan just making a beeline to stop communism. <laughs> like, he's just like, Rodan is a companion to capitalism. <laughs> That's one thing I wish they had done. Like, oh my god, just like more of that shit. I'll never you forget that. You need not fear the color red anymore. Rodan is here. <laughs> Rodan believes in the open market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like of all the places that Rodan could have went to, he just made a beeline for Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if there's like a Godzilla tabletop RPG out there. That would be amazing if there was, because yeah. I could I could probably come up with a little idea. <laughs> well, well, like what would you? What would your character be? Um, well, it depends, because it's like, would the tabletop allow you to play as a monster, or would it have you play as the humans? Because... Alright, you're gonna be, alright, we'll make a human one, and you'll make a monster character. How about that? Alright, so human character, it's, 
it's a little hard because there's really no continuity in the Toho universe with humans. There's always a different story with the humans every fucking movie. But um, if if it, it would have to depend on the story, what the character would be. But but most times there are there's at least one scientist. So I guess maybe a scientist, if anything. Um. I want to be a guy, a soldier who like just believes in his own hype that he could like legitimately like he like he thinks that like he's supposed to be in the monster fight. Yeah, like <laughs> a very like Zap Brannigan type of character as well. Like I want to be like that, but like in the in the kaiju universe, like ah yes, he just thinks he's Godzilla's arch nemesis, but like Godzilla doesn't. He's like Godzilla, my arch nemesis. We meet again as Godzilla likes walking off. <laughs> like, get back here and face your arch nemesis. Me, <laughs> fucking um, <clears throat> wow, God, I'm trying to think of a human character that I would make that that's just as good as that because that's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like ah, I see you've come to destroy Japan just for me, a white man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what about like a monster you'd make? A monster I would make. That's a. There's there's been so many monsters in the monster verse that like it's really tough to determine what monster exactly. See, I kind of want to do like a monster. It's like kind of like a giant cat, but like also just like doesn't feel like fighting. <laughs> like it's just like just um, he just does cat it, things. The idea, the idea of like a cat that just like is kind of lazy and it's just like again like Zach Oyama said when he made Puss in Boots and Never After, just like a little asshole or just like a big asshole because cats are just assholes and just like being a cat and just like. Just like imagine just like booping like Rodan or like fucking um like King Ghidorah on the head like <laughs> and like just kind of like laying down and not really like just the idea of a monster that's like doesn't not that it doesn't want not like not that it can't fight but just has no interest in all the fighting I think is a really fun idea. Yeah, I imagine that this cat monster would be would show up in Japan and a lot of people would be afraid, but then it would like, you know, just kind of roll over on its back and everybody would just yeah. be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there it just happens to just knock over a couple buildings just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, with its tail, like, like, no, yeah. no. He starts like fake pawing at the building and everybody's yeah. like, no, stop that. And he just knocks it over. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the thing from Billy and Mandy when they did Kaiju? Oh yeah, Kitty Ra, a Kitty Ra, yeah, lucky Ghidorah, but it's a cat. It's so funny because I was gonna say Catra, and I completely forgot about Kitty Ra. <laughs> yeah, Catra is an actual character from like He Man, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Shout out to He-Man for Fisto, because Fisto has the great line, I'd like to fist him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Fisto. I, man, what a time the 80s was and the shit they would name Fisto. You got names like Fisto and Starscream and the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk. What a time for names back then. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. And the Snake Roberts, who was actually afraid of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Never again, like, not in, like, the fucking, when he's on AEW, and he just, like, dry humps Cody's unconscious wife in the middle of the ring. Oh, my God. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Why? It was a storyline. I know. It's just something I did not want to picture tonight. Yeah. It's like, he, like, brings up the snake, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, nah, I fucking love it.
Oh my god, I've been playing AEW Fight Forever. I'm like best friends with CM Punk now. We're like Are best you? friends. We're best friends now. I w- did you see my comment on your uh, on your message? Oh, how, how it looks like how look how he looks like he got like I I said like hi. He just got angry at me. He's like we're yeah. fucking fighting. <laughs> For yeah. context, everybody, Malik sent a couple pictures of his backstage, like, running with CM Punk. We were outside AW. on the town. We were out in the town. And, and uh, he we was were out in Nash- the town. We were in Nashville. Yeah, so he sends pictures of him saying hi to CM Punk, and then the next picture is CM Punk saying, like, well, how do you want this to go down? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, he was just saying hi. <laughs> what ha- so, like, I forgot to screenshot. What happens was, is, like, I come, like, I'm hanging out in Nashville, I run to Punk, I'm like, oh, hi, Mr. Punk, and he's like, oh, like, hey, like, I'm a big fan of your work, like, I think you do really cool stuff, and I want to work with you, like, you want a match on Rampage? And my guy's like, yeah, I, I, I'd love a match on Rampage, yeah, like, and that's how I got a match of CM Punk on Rampage, <laughs> and my guy got like, well, gracious, God, well, gosh, golly, I got a match with CM Punk, it's not my birthday, like, um, I do really like the Road to the Elite mode, because it's very arcade, because, like, um, you go to like different towns and shit and like you interact you could like go to restaurants you can dine out uh, to keep your mental up you can like go see landmarks like and they change depending on what town you're in so like i, I actually went to philadelphia and they take you to like what i forgot the name of the cheesesteak restaurant but you go see the liberty bell um uh, i talked to john moxie out to the liberty bell <laughs> we took a picture um i went and i uh, i fucking i went to go um in in fucking washington dc i went to go see the lincoln memorial and Pac was there and Pac was like we I hate you Americans I'm a British man hey. I thought you were going full on French there for a second no. I was like, he is not French yeah <laughs> he's not French but he's like yeah I'm a busted and I hate the Americans let's take a selfie now in front of Abraham Lincoln <laughs> and I was like it's just very funny and like you can go work out too but it's just very cool you know like it's not just like you know a storyline it's like okay you can do press conferences you can sign autographs you can like um but you also have to watch like your characters like your your wrestlers like mental state and like um making sure that they're happy doing what they're doing and shit so you have to like take the time to like like eat relax yourself not overwork yourself and shit it's very cool that is cool that's a nice dynamic that you got to make sure you're not overworking yourself yeah in this game that's all about working (laughs) <laughs> also, play, playing this game, too, it's like, my God, the 2K series have had me fucking coddled, man, because I was getting my ass whipped in those first couple, like, matches of <laughs> AEW, because I was just like, yeah, this is like, this is this is a game, this is a full-on arcade, like, no mercy, here comes the pain style, like, you got to get good, you've got to learn these combinations, you've got yeah. to be, you got to be good at this game, I'm like, oh my God, like, these are, <laughs> they're, they're not holding back on my ass, Jesus Christ. We did um, what, what you call it? They're, I mean, David, you got me thinking about uh, Mortal Kombat One. Mm, oh yeah, that's coming. I'm that's gonna miss a lot like shit's been coming I, out I, for that. I need to finish Mortal Kombat Eleven. I'm gonna miss like Cassie Cage and them though, because I really like Cassie Cage. Uh, I mean, apparently you don't really need to fucking play Mortal Kombat Eleven to get this one. <laughs> no, but I like want to. I want to though, because I, I didn't finish it. I know it's. I know they like reset the timeline and shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss some characters though from the uh, from the OG timeline. That's crazy that they're not bringing back Cassie. I mean, we don't know yet. It hasn't been fully confirmed. Well, I ass- well, back, but well, I assume that like fucking Johnny Cage. Well, I assume that it looks like Johnny Cage isn't with Sonya here. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I assume she's not. It's it's all gone. I don't know, man. 
<laughs> I saw, I did see that Ed Boon took a picture of, or with uh, Carl Urban for the new, for the new Mortal Kombat yeah, movie. Yeah, he's playing Johnny Cage. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I still think it should have been The Miz. That would have been dope. <laughs> I yeah, feel like The Miz been. was made to be Johnny Cage. Yeah, it would have been, but nah. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm sure Carl Urban would do good. I mean, once again, you know, it's going to be a while till we see that movie. <laughs> Because gotcha. people weren't getting paid. No. <laughs> yeah, it, that was insane. I did not expect... I, I thought the first one Kombat movie was fine. I did not expect you to get a sequel at all. <laughs> did not think a sequel was coming. What, with the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, I did not well, expect yeah, I mean, a sequel. Like, we, we talked about that when the movie came out. Like, the, you know, the, the two actors who played Scorpion and Sub-Zero were signed on for four movies. I didn't you know? know about that. Holy shit. Yeah, you you talked about it with me. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were signed on for four movies. Um, so they they have plans for for the rest of the movies, but uh, I mean, who knows if they'll all come to fruition? But mm. you know, it'd be dope because I did enjoy the Mortal Kombat movie. I want to go back and rewatch it though because I was I was listening to us talk about it in the episode, and I was just like, man, I haven't seen that movie since then. <laughs> now yeah. that I think about it. Same goes think, for Godzilla versus Kong. I think the one guy who plays Jimmy um Jimmy Olsen actually plays Jack. I'm not entirely sure. I need to double check that. I think that's him who plays Jackson that plays Jimmy Olsen. Um I don't know. Yeah, well you wouldn't know. You're not a Superman guy. Yeah. <laughs> I did see you know you know what's really funny though about like um, the uh, the old episodes of the podcast is one of the really early episodes. I think it was like the second or third episode. You were talking about uh, my adventures with Superman, and here we are years later, and it just aired. It's so good! It's so good! I I've love been seeing it. So Adult Swim's been playing it like crazy. It looks it it's, looks like it's, it's good. It's such a good show. Um, they got Superman just right. Lois Lane, the animation's beautiful. They're using so many cool Superman villains right out of the gate. Like, we've got Livewire and Silver Banshee and Intergang. Um, fucking Deathstroke shows up, and he's voiced by fucking um, uh, Morty's dad um, <laughs> from fucking uh, Rick and Morty. It's oh, like, my God. Yeah, he plays Deathstroke, dude. He's so fucking cool, but it's like, because it's like, so early on the DC universe, Deathstroke actually has both of his eyes right now. Okay. Um, Amanda Waller showed up. I did um, see that. Well. I saw like it was on earlier today when I was messing with my Transformers. But uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did see that happen. It's so good, man. And like I, the one thing that's annoying me, I'm sick of people saying, "Wow, what a new and interesting take on." We've never seen this kind of Superman before. Shut up. Shut up. This is how Superman's always been. This is, this is always when Superman is. You all just are fucking stupid and all are fucking idiots. This is how he's always been. You just wouldn't fucking see it. Now shut up and let me enjoy <laughs> finally getting a great fucking super, getting Superman I know and love on the wider media in this day and age. Like, fuck you. Oh, oh it's so fucking good. I love it so much. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm just like, I'm really in, like, I am thriving as a Superman fan right now, though, because, like, we got, um, uh, we got fucking Superman, the, Superman, uh, My Adventures of Superman, we got Superman and Lois, which has been so good, they used a, they had a really dope fight with Doomsday, a new Lex Luthor, um, fucking, and, um, Superman Legacy being directed and written by James Gunn, which we'll see if that's still releasing in 2025, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, well, <laughs> Unless they come to agreement in the next couple months 
Yeah, I, we yeah. Should, it's it's supposed to start filming in January. So like I imagine like they're trying to figure something out there. But like yeah, no, like I can't wait. I'm so excited um because like holy shit, the cast for Superman Legacy, um David Cronenweet, a Cronenweet. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm probably butchering his last name. And our Rachel Brushhanna, I'm all probably probably saying her name wrong too. Are going to be Superman and Lois. The two protagonists gun confirmed Lois Lane will also be a protagonist of that movie, but also that movie was going to feature hawk girl and mr terrific and guy gardner green lantern played by nathan fillion and he's <laughs> confirmed and not only that confirmed to have the bowl cut like oh my god <laughs> um they casted metamorpho as well like oh my god like it's like it's the dc universe i'm finally excited to see and like ah, oh, i'm just like uh, oh i can't fucking wait yeah, it's going to be nice to see what James Gunn is going to be doing with the DC Universe because we all know that he's he's done really good with Guardians. He's done really good with sui- with the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, Mans don't just, miss. Mans just, don't miss. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's just a good director. You know, I'm very, he's a good I'm very, too. I'm very curious. Like, who does he want a villain? Because like Gunn had said, said has already stated that like Superman, um, All Star Superman is a very big point of inspiration for Superman Legacy. And I'm curious though, because like Superman Legacy was always about like Superman All Star Superman was about like Superman committing these twelve great acts, these these great Herculean labors before his death. And I'm curious as like, is that going to be like the format of Superman Legacy where it's going to be about like him just doing these like incredible feats with different heroes one after another? Because, you know, like we've got like three seemingly in- not connected heroes of Guy Gardner, Hawkgirl and fucking Mr. Terrific. And I'm like, yeah. oh, and fucking Metamorpho. So I'm like, how do these fit into everything? Like how? And I'm curious. I think what Gunn's going for is that, like Gunn's going to, well, I have to show how Superman will affect the le- universe as a whole and how these heroes will be affected by who he is and what he does. I think that's going to be really cool. I just, I can't fucking wait for Superman Legacy. I just want to see Superman stop a bank robbery. That's all. <laughs> Whoa, well, well, <laughs> if you watch My Adventures of Superman in episode three, he does exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> I did like see. He, I did see that. Yeah, that's when they had Silver Banshee. I'm like, oh my god! I just saw him. Like, oh my god! And like, I'm catching up Superman and Lois as well. And like, um, because I, I didn't finish. I was once. I started season two because I because I didn't like catch up in all the way. And like, I got to season two. My favorite Superman villain is Bizarro. I love Bizarro so fucking much. And Superman and Lois fucking did Bizarro for season two. I lost my shit because he looks so fucking good. Like, it's like, oh Bizarro my god. Is yeah dude and like he's like in this they they, they like fake you out because he's in like this like doomsday suit that looks like doomsday's containment suit but then he like starts fighting him and it comes off and it's actually bizarro and you're like what the fuck and i'm like oh <laughs> it's like it's so cool it, he looks so cool in live action too because it's just, it's the same actor as guy who plays superman tyler but well i guess right the guy who plays superman is actually named tyler in the fucking tv show too i forgot about huh. that um but, i thought like, you were just trying to tell me something i was about to be like what? no no tyler hoakland i think or Hochelan, I think is his name. Oh, okay. I cannot get last names today, but like it's just him. But like they like made him paler, and his like mouth is leaking black shit, and his s is backwards. He looks and his capes all tattered. He looks so good as Bizarro, dude. Oh my god! Like I just I love it all so much. It's just so much Superman content. I enjoyed so Bizarro in Red Hood Outlaws. I read that comic series so much. Like I I enjoy I enjoyed like every issue that came out of that. But Bizarro to, I, was awesome in. That. I need to actually 
yeah, I did actually read that one. Yeah, the Dark Trinity. But yeah, I just uh, Superman. Superman's so great. I just love Superman so much. He's such <laughs> a great. He's such a cool character. And like, I just uh, I'm so excited to finally be getting Superman content. I want to know like exactly like what songs Gunn will put in the movie as well, because you all know Gunn likes putting his music in his in his superhero yeah. movies. So I'm very curious. Like everyone wants Starman by David Bowie, because like everyone feels like that's like the quintessential Superman song. Yeah. To, like put that like that captures his character. I think that's a little basic, but also like it's basic for a reason it does fit um i want staring at the sun by tv on the radio because i think that fits superman very much what very well and i want it really bad because i like first off this guy who's playing superman is from fucking philadelphia he we got supermans from philly i'm like oh my god <laughs> like, awesome. it's just it's so it's like everything about it's just everything's coming up malik and i'm like yeah that is awesome i'm glad to hear yes you're eating well with Superman content. I'm eating well with Godzilla content. Yeah. All is right with the world right now, except uh, so, for you know people not getting paid. Yeah, pay. <laughs> so we, I want we want to get these projects on time. We want to get this stuff on. Like I swear to God, like ex- well, the Screen Actors Guild help. has nothing to do with Toho actors, so that you know we're getting that on time. <laughs> God, oh, fuck. But Godzilla like, um, minus one is happening on time. But, but they get Hollywood, Hollywood studio execs. Um, pay your fucking writers, pay your fucking actors. You you pieces of shit. You suck suck our whole, whole various holes. You're awful. Fucking pay people. You greedy grubbing fucker grub fuckers. <laughs> you greedy grub fuckers. <laughs> Is there, do you want to end it on that note? Yeah, we told the rich to go fuck themselves. So yeah, like, yeah. Glad you died in that fucking ocean gate shit.